Welcome Roll into that. the F1 Starting Grid. I am your lovely host, Brock Young. On behalf of Mike Allen and Chaz Day, we're going to break all down Bahrain 2021 opener. Um, let's get it into it. Let's break it down right here as far as the winner, of course, Lewis Hamilton at a minute 32.2.3. Max is right behind him at a quarter behind him. And Vitry Boltas coming in third at a 38 seconds behind him. So um, they were way out ahead. They were way out ahead. They were, it was beautiful. In fact, speaking about way out ahead, let's, let's just go ahead and do this. We uh, The results of the picks over the past weekend, Mike, you're at 59. Chaz, you're right behind him at 25. And I'm bringing up the rear at zero. Um, lovely. Absolutely lovely. Uh, we got other weeks coming. It wasn't hard to pick. I mean, it's been the same thing for the last three years, really. It came close, though. Did come close. And, you know, something I want to talk about is, uh, you know, I think this this duel, I think, is going to be different than the duels we've seen in the past. You know, especially the duels, uh, you know, Senna Prost, where they were just so at each other and wrecking each other. and Because in the race, Max had gone across or cut or got pushed off the course and had cut across one of the painted areas and got ahead of Lewis and gave up that spot because he had gained an advantage instead of taking the penalty. He just gave up the spot. And that's that's great sportsmanship right there. That's you know yeah. usually drivers are like screw that I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I'm going to keep going, and when I give this spot up, I'm going to pit maneuver them, and nobody's going to win this. But that was a classic move. And then after this, very telling after the race when they pulled up to the side, <laughs> I think it was Max pushed his car and pushed the two past the one <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but they all seemed to be pretty good, you know, but then they got out and it was very, there was a lot, there was, I like to see that, you yeah. know, everybody likes to see the drama, but I'd rather see that. I'd rather see two good drivers going at it, you know, laying it all out on the line, having it that close and then having the respect for each other to, to, to get, dial it back and, and go out at the next race and do it again. I think this is going to be a fun year. This is going to be, uh, those two are going to be battling. And if their cars stay in the race, those two will be at the top every race. Chaz, it almost reminded me of 2016 with uh, Lewis and Nico going at it every single race. Such a legendary year. Yeah. It, it, uh, I, I think um, Mike summed it up really well. I, I think that this season – Hopefully, I think that's what we're, we're all as fans hoping for, right? Like that this is a properly competitive season. What's been true of Red Bull um, in the last few seasons is they get better throughout the season, right? So if this is their starting point, everyone should be concerned uh, yeah. because they, they absolutely – I mean – the only reason why, I mean, so th th I'm, I'm kind of torn here because I agree with Mike that it was a very mature move for Verstappen to give that uh, that back. And also, he wouldn't have given that place back three years ago. There's, mm -hmm. there's just not a chance in hell no, that no. he would give that. So it was a very, it was a sign of, of a lot of maturation. Um, and I think everybody's given him that credit. 
What I think is also true, though, is he does also deserve some of the blame for losing that race because he wouldn't have had to give that that spot back if he'd been more patient. He had eight laps in a much faster car. He should have just chosen his spot better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think somebody mentioned that after the race, too, uh, to him. And he kind of was like, yeah, I got a little little antsy. (laughs) But, hey, you know, you want to win. But I agree. He should have should have bided his time. He had plenty of time left and he was within a second. So he was right there. He could have forced Hamilton to make a mistake instead of trying to. Instead of making a mistake. How did you guys feel while watching that? Because while I was watching that, I literally thought there's a zero percent chance that Hamilton wins this race. I don't know how. Like with like it for for me. And, and I was talking to Brock about this before. For me. There's two drivers on the field right now that if they're coming up in my rearview mirror, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that was fun, right? Like, <laughs> Verstappen and Alonzo. Yeah. Like, those guys, I mean, they're just going to pass you. Yeah. Uh, how, how did you guys feel watching uh, the race at the end? Did you feel like Hamilton was going to pull it off? You know, I, for the first time in a long time, I didn't know. I didn't know. And it was fun to watch. It was a fun yes. race to watch because, you know, we've mentioned this in the past. It's usually been down to the last lap and Hamilton's got a six second lead. And they're just singing his praises as he goes around and doesn't wreck. <laughs> you know? So it was good to see a fight in the, and then, and then they try to make it exciting by like, all right, a fight for ninth place. Like, Right. Because Hamilton's already got it in the bag. So it was fun to see that battle up front like that. But I didn't I, honestly, when when Verstappen overtook him, I'm like, God dang it. Yeah. And then, you know, when they came back, it was it was fun. It was fun to watch. I feel the same way because I didn't know who was going to win, um, especially towards the end there. But when Max had to give that spot back, it's like I think Lewis is going to take it. I think this is going to happen. But let's talk about something here that happened that uh, really is making news right now. That um, out of the 56 laps, and thank God we got to start racing at lap five, by the way, with everything that was going on. But but out of the 56 laps, 29, Lewis ran wide on turn four. That was track limits. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong on this one, Red Bull reported it. Then Max came back and did it, and he got penalized for that. Or he said he got a warning. Yeah, he got, he got a warning. He didn't actually get penalized for it. No, no he got um, a warning. But but I mean, it was it was fair because like both of the Mercedes were going wide, and then coming back because they it gave them a better angle. Mm-hmm. And but the stewards weren't saying anything. They didn't say anything for for twenty nine laps. So technically, it was legal. Yeah, and that, that's one thing one person said, too, and I kind of agree with them. I don't blame Lewis for this. I don't blame Max. I don't blame Mercedes. I blame the stewards for not catching well, and it. And they also – I think it was fair that they didn't, uh, you know, penalize Max because I think it might have been something that uh, – I, I got the impression that, that it was noticed and there was discussion about it as it was happening, and then both drivers were informed and made the corrections so there wasn't – you know, there wasn't a need to hammer somebody. It's, it's kind of like a, 
I don't know how to – it's kind of like a football. You know, both teams are holding. So you tell both teams to stop holding, so they stop holding. It's <laughs> you know? so, the best way I can think of, of describing it. Yeah, no, that that's a good that's a good point, Mike. I I think that like uh, to to further answer your question, Brock, I think that um, where I think you're going with this is it was it well two things one sure they got an advantage for 29 laps right uh they were only going wide because it gave them an advantage if anything i think it makes it much more scary uh how fast red bull is um because they weren't taking the advantage for 29 laps and uh would have by every conceivable calculable you know measurement they would have he would have passed lewis at the end of that race. So um, they're just, well, I'll, I'll say this for stopping in that Red Bull is just lightning quick. Yes. And, and you know, and, and uh, Max did make a comment after the race that, you know, in the moment he gave up that position and it was, but then he got to thinking about it and had he had, had any, had he done it differently, he would have not given the space up and tried to make up the five second penalty, which I think in eight laps, he very easily could have done in that. Car. No, 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 no. I, that, see, I, I, I heard him say that too. And I was like, okay, this guy, that's where, that's where you lost me. So like, I think, yeah. I think I he think could he, have done it. Yeah. I think, I mean, it, it's a big risk. I think he would have, he would have, uh, I think he would have lost the race. Because uh, he knew he would have had to give it back, right? Like to make up five seconds and how many laps was it? I think it might have been four laps. No, well, well, when it happened, it was eight. He had eight laps left, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. So it it probably would have been somewhere around seven laps um, <laughs> to make five, five seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would have made it exciting. <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean, both of them were, were what, 30 seconds, almost over a half a minute in front of Botas was his third? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That's like they almost lapped him. Well, right. which is lapping him. So close. that's why it's risky, too, because now you're, you're like, you know, driving through back markers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's that's true. That's true. Well, you to get past the Russells. <laughs> I said this going into the season. I think it's going to be a close one. It may go back and forth. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. For what? For, for drivers or constructors? I think both. For both. I think both. Oh. No. No, these, these guys are crazy. No, these two are crazy. These two are going to swap back and forth. Yeah, for drivers, but not for constructors. If if Red Bull has any shot at all, it's it's drivers. The constructors, they're not they're not even going to come close. You don't think so? No. No, their second driver isn't as consistent as both us. I mean, come on. No, this is true. But we had a poll out right. this past week who would have a, who would have a better season. It was Sergio or Carlos, and by sixty six percent, is Sergio will have a better season. Now he did come back from um, was it. 12th, 13th position and qualifying to finish fifth? I mean, the top five constructors were Mercedes, Red Bull, and McLaren. Those were the three teams in the top five spots. And Red Bull had two spots and Mercedes had two spots. 
Right, but like, look, look at how, look at how close Red Bull was to Mercedes. Not very. Yeah, but like he said, though, he came from from P fourteen all the way up to five. Yeah, that doesn't show up on the points. I know it doesn't show up on the points, but had that been had that been a different uh, pole position, or had that been a different pole position, like a P nine or P eight. That he could have made that gap up and it would have been Mercedes Red Bull, Mercedes Red Bull, or Mercedes Red Bull, Red Bull, Mercedes. No, it doesn't work like that because that just means that he was faster than the, the the cars he passed. It still doesn't mean that he's faster than the, the cars that were in front of him. Well, it makes uh, Italy in about two weeks very interesting, though. Yes, it does. <laughs> because uh, last year was uh, Lewis and Valtteri finished one and two. Renault at number three with Daniel Ricciardo, which is now at McLaren. But uh, Max didn't even finish last year. Why is the break so long between the first and second race? That's a good question. It's like three mm-hmm. weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's three weeks. Then it goes to every other week, and then there's like a stretch where they're back-to-back. What the hell? Maybe travel time? Well, they're going from the Middle East to Italy. They're from the Middle East to Italy. Well, that's true. It's not that I mean, It's far. connected. Yeah. With all this time, they could take a freaking bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gives us more time to talk about this stuff. Absolutely. What do you guys think about McLaren over the weekend? Oh, like- I, big surprise. I, I did not see that. I did not see that. Uh, P4 and P7. and Mike Norris is your guy, right? Who, me? Yeah, you like him. Endo? Oh, I didn't have any dog in the hunt for, for McLaren. Oh, okay. I, I thought they were going to not be good at all, but they're they're up there battling with the big boys. And Ferrari is, is looks like it's turning it around. They're up they're they're in the top ten. So the only the, it was Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren, and Red Bull in the top ten. The only outlier was number ten. Uh, that's not right. No, you had a um, Lance Stroll at number 10. Alpha Tori. Alpha Tori at number 10. I thought he was 10. Yuki was 9. Yeah, he was nine. Nine. I'm sorry, Yuki was 9. I'm sorry, so Lance was was Aston 10. Martin. Aston Martin and Lance Stroll uh, yeah. came in. Um, but let's talk about Ferrari for a second. And you point out something there, Mike, that they, they're looking really good now. Compared to last year, not bad. Compared to last year, they're still mid mid pack, but I right. did not see them in the top ten. But this could be a fight between them and McLaren for number three, which that's where Ferrari wants to be this season. Yeah, and they're right there in the mix. Yeah. How about you, Chaz? What do you see from Ferrari this season? You see some a little bit better. I think I'm like everybody. I'm su- I'm surprised they're doing as well as they are. I mean, even in uh in qual not in qualifying uh yeah no in qualifying um. And in testing, they they were doing way better than everyone expected, which I will say is an absolute brilliant move, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're Ferrari, every season is win or bust, right? It's like being the Yankees, right? Like there's no forgiveness for being bad. So him setting the expectations low, and, and we talked about this a few weeks ago with them saying, you know, we don't expect very much from this season. That is the absolute best thing that they could have done is set the expectations low because even though they're performing 
uh, you know, mid pack, like Mike was saying, like for Ferrari, that's terrible, but we were expecting them to be even worse than that. Right. So it feels like they're overperforming, even though for Ferrari, they're uh, severely underperforming. Yeah. Well, at least they don't have the same goal as Haas. I'm sorry. Every time, I, uh, uh, can we do the free <sighs> quote? <laughs> and it happened early in the race, and that was, was so bad about it because the rest of the race, all I could think about was Brock, Oz, and that this quote. And it was brilliant. And it was so funny. We'll get to that. We'll get to that here in a minute. I love that. <laughs> um, but I want. I'll read a quote here from uh, Yuki, who played placed nine here. Uh, he describes his emotional <laughs> he describes his emotional pass on Alonzo um, as emotional because Alonzo was his dad's favorite F one driver, and for him to pass him up like mid part of the race on uh, was that the turn two there, he was really emotional. And that shows, I mean, we all talk about Yuki and, you know, how humble he is, but uh, just go on about him, about, you know, he, and he's still learning. But honestly, I, I just see him as, you know, a humble champion. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I think he's weak. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> weak. Weak. There goes our foot feel good moment of the week there, Chas. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a rookie to come out in a in a and especially with the Alpha Tori, but it is a Honda. And Honda is yep. pouring everything they are into those cars. So, you know, to get and anytime you do something for the first time, you're not going to do it the best you can because it's the first time. You don't really have no you have no baseline. Now he's got a baseline. He was in the top 10. So I I'd like to think that he's going to be battling it out for the top five spots. Mm. And how cool would it be if it was him pushing either Verstappen or Hamilton in the, in the final five or six laps looking off the Tory? That would be well amazing driving because the car, the Alpha Tory cars, even though they are Hondas and part of the Red Bull team, are not Red Bull cars and they're not Mercedes cars. Uh, how cool would that be for that young man? Well, I'll tell you one thing, Christian. 20, Horner, right? He's 20? 20. Yeah, so then they – oh, yeah, he's the one. He's the first one. He's the first driver to be born in the 21st century. Is that is – that, that's him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guarantee you right now, Christian Horner's looking at him. Yeah. He should be. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think he's a. I think he's uh, he's definitely a good driver. I mean, he's he got points on his very first race. I mean, um, Grosjean hadn't got points in like six years. So, um, <laughs> well, he, he was in a Haas. I mean, come on. <laughs> he wasn't in a Haas for his whole career. No, so no, he was in a Lotus. Let's see how many points Haas got this race. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was a quick check. Um, <laughs> But let's talk about the other side of the garage for Alpha Tori right quick. And we were just talking off the air just a second ago about uh, Gasly. Uh, just an unfortunate, oh, yeah, oh, just unfortunate for him 
qualifying was really good for him, but just didn't finish the race. Yeah. Jazz, what do you think about that, man? Yeah, I, 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 uh, I feel bad for him. I was telling you guys a little bit earlier that uh, I read an op-ed that, uh, that Gasly wrote just explaining what he dealt with. Um, was it last season when he got demoted? Yeah. yeah. About halfway through um, the season, he got bumped. Or, no, it had to be the year before that. Because last season was COVID, right? We only had we had a short yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he was explaining how in, in 2019 he um, th- he was dealing with the the loss of uh, was it Antoine his his mm-hmm. uh, his, his friend yeah uh, from F2 and um, yeah man it was just a, a heartbreaking story those guys have been best friends since grade school and gone through the ranks together um both very fast and and you know it, it, everything just kind of happened at the same time right like he gets demoted i'm sorry you know he loses his friend and then shortly thereafter gets demoted um i was saying i still think that he's a good driver I, i've changed my tune on that a little bit but i do think that um that he's still got a stench on him just for for from being demoted like that formula one drivers formula one um execs formula one principals i mean they're looking for for people who are up and coming on the rise even fans are i mean we've been talking about about suki more than we've talked about stroll and he's been you know racing for longer it's just because we like the potential of something new something that could be um and i think gasly kind of has a little bit of the stench of um you know going backwards on him so i don't know what that means for his career i just hope that it's not too damaging well i would say that would be a good segue to ashton martin but i want to get mike's take on uh gasly right quick well hopefully you know he takes everything that's happened to him and puts a chip on his shoulder and goes out there and runs the tires off those cars it'll make it more entertaining for us and i think it'll be a great story in his racing career uh but i think I think Jazz is right. You know, you, you get demoted and it's hard to fight your way back from that. You really have to do more than you would have had you stayed in the main team and been successful uh, to overcome that. But I think he's in the right team. They got a good car. If he can if he can get in the points and stay within the top 10, like in the next couple of races, he might be able to, to you know, get some eyes on him for bigger mm-hmm. teams or even be successful in the team he's got. I would almost, it would be a cooler story for me that if he just stayed with Alpha Tori and got Alpha Tori like number three this year, because he was just killing it and pushing the top three. Yeah, that'd be a cool story, but uh, doubt that's going to happen. But, uh, well, him got, and Yuki. He, well, yeah, or exactly. Maybe him and Yuki battling for third and fourth every race, you know, or, or pushing Botas around or who knows. That would be a great, mm-hmm. uh, a great story and uh you know to lose your wing and then have the have you retire <clears throat> that's very telling when you when you lose your front wing there might have been something more wrong with this car i want to hope there was because usually you just slap a new wing wing on and push him back out on the track mm-hmm. they didn't do that they, they retired his car so uh and he wasn't real happy about it so there might be more to that I'm hoping like maybe a front strut was broke or a mount was broke or the frame was broke or something keeping him off the track. And it wasn't just tossing the towel in because, you know, it's team two. And, but, uh, Yuki pushing Botas around. 
It's, I, I think I think you guys uh, you guys might have seen Verstappen challenge Hamilton, and now you think it's some sort of alternate universe. Like, what's going on? Like, you know, these are this is challenge Botas now too. This is just wishful thinking. You know, I want to see I want to see parody. I want to see those guys oh my God. And, and and be successful. You know. Well, and, and and that wouldn't that be cool if that was a if it was a, a good no battle? no it wouldn't be cool yeah it would be cool <laughs> I'm a Mercedes fan I know you are that's why <laughs> I'm a racing fan and my team sucks so it's kind of like being an NFL fan and I'm a Lions fan so <laughs> well you know, Mike that's probably a good segue stuff happening up here since Williams can't get out of the last two places in the freaking grid. Well, Mike, that might be a good segue. I mean, any improvements from Williams? No, well, they look weak this past week. Yes and no, uh, because, uh, I mean, for the first time in forever, Russell uh, made it to, to round two of the uh, of qualifying and was in position at a, and held P10 for a long time and then got bumped down to like P12 or something like that and then dropped mm-hmm. out. Uh, I think he started P... P12 or P13, but, uh, and then during the race, he was in the top 10 for a while and hanging in there. And then it just seemed like his car gave up, or I don't know if, I, I don't know. I, 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 they don't really spend a whole lot of time talking about George Russell when it's the same old, same old from Williams. And you come rolling up behind with a lap down at the end of the race. So, uh, no, he did finish P14 in the race, though. Um, before we get to use Chaz, hold on. He finished P14 ahead of two other cars, the rest of the cars being retired. So really, third from last. <laughs> I was trying to look at the thing half full here for you, man. But I'm going to give you a mulligan. Do you want to change your P5 pick for Williams on your constructors? God, it's too early. It's too early. Yes. Too early, Mike. It's have you been early. getting enough sleep? <laughs> no. What <laughs> in the world? I haven't. <laughs> well, you know, this is the first race. Oh the my god! didn't even finish. You know, we don't know. There might have been a mechanical something wrong with Williams. It's a new team. I'm still gonna Mike, hold hope because Mike. because only because they're box. qualifying. <laughs> box, 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 Mike. Mike, box. I'm staying out. I can hold it. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I can stretch these tires. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that was your one hey, chance. Talk Mike. to me after talk to me after Italy. No, no, this was your one chance. This was your one okay. mulligan right here. We uh, gave it to you. He's okay. gonna stick with him, man. I'm I gotta stick with him. He's okay. loyal. He's like a he's like a captain. I'm a Williams guy since the seventies when they were winning. <laughs> I'm a Williams guy since uh, Nigel Mansell. That's how long me and Williams go back. So, <laughs> well, speaking about one of the retires, how about uh, man Ashton Martin? Jesus Christ, man! I I probably need to revise my picks on that one. Granite Landstroll finished tenth, but Sebastian didn't finish at all. Mike, I, I they well, he crashed. Good. Him, him and Russell crashed. So. Yeah, it was it was Seb's fault. Yeah, one hundred percent. Did you see him try to blame him too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
He was like, uh, he's like, oh, he 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 uh, he changed his line, dude. No, he didn't change his line. You ran right into the back of him. You change your line, man. He changed his line. <laughs> yeah. uh, Vettel changed his line, man. He certainly did. Yeah. Um, but I was not impressed with them at all. They were supposed to be. I mean, granted, once again, first race of the season, but they did not impress me at all. They were supposed to come out of this powerhouse team, uh, P four and the constructors type of thing, but no. You know what did. Uh, impressed me about Aston Martin, the car, the color of the car. Oh, freaking car, man! It's so good looking. <laughs> so good looking. Damn. Yeah, that's true. It is it's, good it's looking. A, yeah, it's it's like a like a like a beautiful girl with no personality. I mean, it's yeah. it's. Hey, but you can't take it away from her. I mean, she's dropped dead gorgeous. She's dropped dead gorgeous. I'm glad that's only recorded. Though. You know, I'm kind of wondering what the whole pink thing is. Is that a throwback to their to their Force India? I think it's probably left over yeah. from a racing point. A racing point? Yeah, Force India racing point. Because even, yeah. even Vettel's helmet was all like shaded pink instead of the, his German. It's, it looks good with the green, though. Yeah. yeah kind, of, kind of a nightclub kind of way. Yeah, I can see <laughs> Like, do my nails match my dress? I don't know. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> now it's a sharp-looking car, though. Uh, and 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 the fact that they adopted the green color, which was from way back in the day, Austin Martin. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I've been I, I've been thinking about getting merch. That's how much I like it. Yeah. And the merch, all F1 merch is absorbed it it's like the polos like what 80 90 yeah. oh they're um, crazy yeah. dollars like um it's crazy i was looking at yuki stuff but ashton martin stuff is probably the most expensive ones on the market right now yeah ashton oh, yeah. martin is okay yeah yeah it looks the best looking too yeah well it is uh right well, quick, that's the other reason i like williams is because their stuff's cheap <laughs> They're, and by stuff, do you mean their cars? It's always on. It's always on sale, <laughs> two for one. Take it, man. Oh man, <laughs> that's how they buy their suspensions. <laughs> their struts. They get their struts two for one. <laughs> that's what they spend their tokens on. Mm-hmm. Well, speak about a team that didn't look good. Alpine did not look good either over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Poor Alonso. I looked like days of old. Yeah. Like 2018, 2017, with him just retiring in his car. But yeah, had yeah. to be a bad feeling. I mean, he he left, he left McLaren with uh, had having a pretty tough season. It's actually had to be a pretty bad. So he left McLaren, very bad season. Um, that Honda engine was awful that year, absolutely awful. Um, they weren't fin- finishing races. The races they were finishing, they didn't have power to really make a difference. Um, and now you got a Honda engine at the front of the pack, and now you're with a different team that uh, that can't seem to finish it out, fin- figure it out from an engine standpoint. So, yeah. yeah. Like Renault, well, you can change the colors, but you can't change the colors. <laughs> <laughs> a good, po- good point, I guess. <laughs> 
Wise wasn't there, Mike. Appreciate that. But you know, <laughs> you, you know, Jazz. I think it's interesting that as we get closer to the end of the show, as we transition in, into the to the bit, we haven't talked about our favorite team, and I think Brock's just kind of dragging this out so that we'll have very well because we got time. another team to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> The team that actually surprised me the most over the weekend, Alfa Romeo. Yeah. They didn't score any points, but they 11th and 12th, back to back together. And they both finished. Well, and they both finished, yeah. Well, Kimmy, for a while there, Raikkonen kind of looked like the Kimmy Raikkonen of old. Yeah. I mean, he was pushing hard and, and, and holding off people. and. Yeah, that's a solid finish for them. 11th and 12th, I mean, that's that's legit. Yeah. They look really good. Imagine what they're going to do in uh, Italy there. They didn't do too well last year, but we'll see how they do with a new F4, uh, four power unit. Um, and to your mo- point, Mike, I'm going to let you discuss Haas all together with your, uh, now we want to quote it, the Murray Walker line of the week. Well, this, is, th- th- this, this line actually encapsulates Team Haas. And of course, we all know Murray Walker had those great one-liners. Yep. This happened early in the race. First, I think second lap, when Maspin went out, spun up, untouched, spun off the track, and wrecked his car. And the announcer says, How can you spin off the track when you have the slowest car in the grid? That's hilarious. And for the rest the, of the race, I was I giggled the rest of the race. I'm like, that is awesome. That the is memes awesome. this week, the, the Mazepin memes <laughs> all this week have been so great. Freaking gold. Gold. Oh. I love it. I think I told both of y'all this that oh, there was this a meme of a of a dog going around the racing track, going, you know, just racing around the racing track where the drivers had to park because of the dog. And the meme was the, the dog had more laps than Mazepin. Than Mazepin. <laughs> untouched. Untouched. Yeah. Untouched. In the I, back I thought, of everybody. Last when I was, in the grid. Go ahead. <laughs> when, well, when I was watching it, I, I literally, like, I was like, oh, like, he got, he got rear-ended. I literally said it out loud. I was like, oh, he got rear-ended. Because the way that his car moved, it looked moved. like yeah. it looked like he got rear-ended, and and they had the uh, the driver's view, you know, the camera that's inside the uh, the cockpit with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh shoot, he got rear-ended. Uh, and then the person I was watching it with was like, he's in the back, and they showed the, the they showed the wide, and he literally just like completely by himself, man, just lost the the, the tail end. I don't know I mean, what's would- going on with that horse. Well, I went. I went back and looked at that that wreck, and I, you know, I mean, the kid's there because his dad gave money to Haas, and and I I haven't done a whole lot of research on how he got to F one. He can drive. He, yeah, he he's gone through the ranks, and and he did. He uh, the ranks. Yeah, he he finished well in um he finished well in Formula Two. He actually finished ahead of uh, of Yuki. Really. Yeah, and I didn't know. Well, he's he seems like he's out of his element. It seems like it to he's, me. He, I mean, he, he's he's not driving well. I don't want to say what kind of car he's in, but 
he was untouched. <laughs> I mean, there was nobody around him. Driving slower than everybody else. I mean, he might he might as well be in a Pontiac. Uh, like he, he's just, <laughs> yeah. Well, he might as well he might as well be yacht racing. I mean, he's like the the <laughs> that car in this sport is what makes him out of. Yeah, that, that, that could be true because Haas is horrible. They are just absolutely atrocious. And then Schumacher comes in dead last. And to your point, Mike, at least George finished above him. Yeah, George finished the race. Yeah, George finished. The, Latifi didn't. I think he wrecked out too. Unfortunately, not. Well, on that note, we actually have a new Twitter poll out there for you guys. We're going to discuss this next week. Will Haas sell at the end of the season? I know you got some thoughts on that, Mike. So I'll let you mull on that, you know, simmer on that a little bit for a week or so and let you discuss. We all discuss this next week. So, uh, but in the meantime, follow us on Twitter at Form of Racing. We got a new Facebook page out there as well. Um, also, email us. Stay informed. This is the Form of Racing. This is for you guys as well. The Form of Racing at gmail.com if you have anything for us to, dis- to discuss. Uh, but we'll see you next time, next week. And in Ineos. Next week, we're going to talk about Ineos too, right? Ineos. In that Ineos. same thread of ownership. Yes, Ineos and Mercedes F1 partnership. That's going to be very interesting too. So stay tuned for that next week. But we'll see you next time right here on the F1 starting grid.